this is one of the tips that you will never heard and you will never find so easily in the official uh, communication uh, and in the reports. Uh, so they are not anymore numbers. They are people with a name, with a story. Police uh, take uh, their belongings, uh, they steal their money and they destroy documents, uh, sometimes the clothes. We have been seeing people that come uh, naked from the border. Hi everyone, uh, my name is Silvia Maraone. I am from Italy, but I am uh, living in Bosnia and Herzegovina in the small town of uh, Bihać. I work for uh, Italian NGO, IPSIA, but uh, we have a branch of our organization here in Bosnia since 97. We have been working in this country after the war of the Balkans or the former Yugoslavia. We have been seeing many persons coming from Syria, Afghanistan, Iran especially, but later also people from Bangladesh or other part of the uh, Central Meridional Asia that are trying to cross the border and to arrive to their final destination in uh, European Union. One of the most important things to remind is the situation of the people uh, that are stuck in Turkey, because uh, since March 2016, there is a political agreement between European Union and Turkey, and uh, somehow that government must stop the people that try to cross uh, the border through the seaside or through the river Eros to go to Greece and continue their uh, travel. What I can say about the people that are on the move, that are crossing the Balkan route, we see a majority of uh, single men, means uh, young men that are uh, going without the family through this uh, horrible journey because it's really long, can take also two, three years to go from Afghanistan, for example, to Germany, that is one of the most wanted destination. But there are a lot of families too with children, especially people from uh, Afghanistan, Syria and Iraq are traveling with their family and Iranian people too. Uh, and there are a lot of unaccompanied minors that is one of the most uh, vulnerable category and it's one of the most uh, uh, problematic, let's say, situation that we need to afford because uh, we see people that are somehow lost after two, three years of travel and they don't know anymore how to go on. They just go from one country to the other, from one refugee camp to the other, but it's a long and dangerous journey they have to go through. All these people are smuggled. Uh, there are traffickers that are taking uh, thousands of euros from their pockets to move them from their country of origin to the destination country. But these smugglers and traffickers are not going to take care of the people that are is traveling. So these people have to face a different destiny, traveling in different ways. And it's just a matter of luck if they will succeed or not. The more you pay, the more you will succeed in your travel, but it's never sure 100%. And this is also why they call uh, the game. The, 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 when they try to cross borders, when they try to go in European countries, they say, I go to game because uh, again, it's 50-50 possibility to get arrested or to die also in the river, in the seaside and so on. I think that the teenagers, so means this young guy is boys especially, there is a few number of girls that are traveling alone, but these young boys that are doing this travel, they start at 12, 13, 14 years old, and they get lost in the travel because uh, maybe they don't have good connection with these traffickers. The traffickers doesn't want them because somehow they're more problematic. And, uh, Sometimes they don't have money to go on in their journey, so they have to sell themselves. So there is a 
prostitution. Some of them has to sell uh, organs, like there is this big market of uh, kidneys and other uh, human parts. Uh, and really, it's uh, terrible to see the consequences uh, on the life and the psychological problem that they have to face because they are very young, they are alone, they miss their mother and father, they miss their brothers, they miss their school, their friends, they are teenagers, like every teenager in the world. And uh, this kind of travel, this trafficking, these violences they must face, uh, creating them some kind of hole, some kind of uh, uh, really deep impact. And uh, it often happens uh, that uh, these guys start uh, to consume uh, alcohol or drugs, uh, they get completely lost. Once uh, these people, especially this young teenager, will arrive in their final destination, what is going to be their life? How will they solve this uh, psychological problem they are uh, facing now? During the crossing of the borders, the, especially on the Croatian border, Romania, Romanian border and Hungarian border, the police uh, take uh, their belongings, uh, they steal their money and they destroy documents, uh, sometimes the clothes. We have been seeing people that come uh, naked from the border. Uh, there is this kind of uh, pushback uh, that is uh, illegal uh, procedure that the police, especially the Croatian police does on the border between Croatia and Bosnia or Croatia and Serbia. And uh, instead of listening to their request for asylum, as the law, pro as the law uh, wants, um, they just bring them back in the woods, so not on the official borders. They abandon them after taking everything. So in every country that they are crossing, the people will make a request for asylum because in this way, they will get a temporary ID card from the Greece or Macedonian or Serbian or Bosnian government, for example. And with this uh, temporary ID card that is not for uh, crossing borders, it's just a document that uh, uh, say your identity, age uh, and country of origin, they can go, they can be put in some center, some transit center or asylum center. Every time when they cross the border, and they will request uh, asylum, but uh, especially for the countries like uh, the Western Balkan countries that are not in European Union, their request uh, will not be registered as in Dublin regulation. So, for example, uh, they don't have any problem to cross from one country to the other. They don't have problem to leave the fingerprints in these countries because uh, they will not be um, bring back in. Uh, in these countries of the Western Balkans, since they are outside the Dublin regulation system. Once they cross Croatia or Slovenia and then they move further, uh, they will leave fingerprints uh, and will make a request of asylum. In this case, if they manage to go, for example, in Croatia, and if they have the luck to be accommodated in the refugee center in Zagreb, um, and when they will leave that center, because in reality they want to go to Sweden or Germany, uh, Sweden or Germany will see their fingerprints and they will send them back uh, to Croatia. So many people try not to be caught by the police uh, during the travel because uh, they know that uh, there will be a moment in which they can be bring back, uh, relocated back to the country in which they had to ask for asylum. Basically, just to be short in one sentence, they are all asylum seekers. In every country they go through during this journey, all the time, every single day, their uh, rights. Uh, 
have been violated because uh, first of all, for me, uh, the kind of accommodation they receive inside this temporary center is already a violation because uh, they don't have privacy. The violence that the police uh, do on these people when they cross the border and when they find them in the forest or crossing the roads or in the villages, it's extreme. So there are many witnesses, uh, there are many reports, uh, there are many associations that are working to collect the stories and bring these stories to the Ombudsman, to the European Parliament, uh, to the Commissioner for Human Rights, to Amnesty International. And it's like six years that we hear and see the same situation and story. We can see it on the skin of the people. When we see people coming back from pushback, uh, we see the, the, the sign of the violence on the body of this person. And it's not something that happened accidentally. It's something that somebody did to them. And of course, it's a different kind of uh, sign that leave uh, uh, the, an incident in the forest or somebody that uh, do it uh, uh, with, the, with the intention of beating you. Camps are run by the local governments with the support, again, of uh, international organizations and agencies like the UN uh, UNHCR or IOM and other partners like UNICEF, UNFPA and other um, different partners of UN. Um, so what we can see is that the answer uh, to the migration is uh, the creation of refugee camps, uh, transit, transit centers, asylum centers that are managed with the international funds coming, uh, for example, in this uh, case from European Union uh, uh, budget with different lines of the budget and uh, together with this big organization there are smaller organizations that are trying to do their best in this uh, situation and condition. My personal opinion is that it's not so easy to have a, a coordination with these uh, subjects, especially we have uh, international organization, local institution, that are involved uh, and uh, international organization, but uh, like independent uh, with volunteers and so on. So it's really confusing and chaotic somehow, means we are not doing uh, all the best that we can do because sometimes it's uh, spending time on deciding who is going to be in charge for what. Uh, again, my personal impression is that uh, um, the camps, that are run by the international organization or by governments are not uh, enough good for the people that are on the move. Means that they are overcrowded, the hygienic conditions are uh, poor, uh, sometimes there is lack of food and no food items. So I understand that there is a really changing number of the people. Every day, some people leave the camp and new people will come. So for sure the needs are very big and it's difficult to organize a process like this because uh, the changing, constant changing of the population of the camps means that every time there is the need to uh, change towels, blankets and so on, so on, so on. Uh, what we do in these uh, camps and in this route is to provide psychological support. Um, we are developing a project that is called the Social Cafe. The Social Cafe is a space inside the camps in which the people can have a drink like a, a instant coffee or especially hot uh, 
black tea that they love uh, with a lot of sugar, I can say, and uh, they can relax in this space. They don't have to show the ID card. They don't have to do the line. Uh, so they are not anymore numbers. They are people with a name, with a story. And the most uh, important part of the job that uh, we do with our team in these uh, places is the relation. Like uh, we speak, for, first of all, with the people. Uh, we spend time uh, trying to see who they are, what they like, what they can do. Uh, we organize a workshop, we organize sport activities, uh, we organize uh, classes of uh, foreign languages like Italian, English and uh, German. Um, and we organize also activities related to the food because uh, what uh, we have been seeing is that the people doesn't like too much the food that is provided in the camps, but also we do like the MasterChef competition between migrants in which uh, they must uh, compete to show who is uh, the best cooker. Uh, they love to dance, they love to sing, they love to... They like uh, to see the movies. We put a lot of Bollywood movies. So they are individuals. The most important thing is that we recognize them as individual with the past and we hope for them the best future. I've been seeing a horrible situation in Greece in particular and also in some other camps. This is one, uh, this is one of the things that you will never heard and you will never find so easily in the official uh, communication uh, and in the reports, so especially of the responsible organization for the camps. Um, as I mentioned, there are some uh, particular vulnerable population in the camps. Some of them are the minors, unaccompanied minors, but there are also teenager girls or children that live in the camp. And I remember one thing that uh, shocked me in the 2016 in, uh, in one of the refugee camp in Greece, uh, uh, girls that uh, were telling us that uh, during the night when they have to go to the bathroom, they have to go in two, three, four person together, not to be abused uh, by other refugees. So we saw the same situation, for example, in another camp here in Bosnia and Herzegovina, but this time related to teenager boy, teenager, like uh, they've been abused by other adults, uh, other refugees. So it's not just a matter sometimes of selling your body because you don't have anything, sometimes also asking for protection, so repaying somehow with the, your body, but there is uh, for sure a big problem and the lack of security system inside these uh, places because uh, these camps are too much bigger, uh, the security is never enough, uh, and uh, really people go through every kind of uh, abuse. Uh, uh, also, we can see that uh, often there is this, uh, they call it Alibaba, like uh, the thieves. So people steal from each other, especially mobile phones. So we saw a lot of these uh, uh, thieves going on uh, from container to container, from 10 to 10, from room to room. So you must be careful of this uh, Alibaba. And, uh, but really the abuse and the violence on uh, women, girls, um, teenager is really too much. It's uh, something that cannot exist inside a protected uh, structure.
I want to speak about the situation in Bosnia. When the first refugees came in 2018, in the beginning, the local people was very warm and kind towards the refugees. They were providing help. They were inviting people inside the houses. They were offering food, clothes, showers. They were really warm and they were for them because in the past, somebody else in some other country of Europe did the same for them. So there was this big empathy towards the refugees and they were recognizing themselves as the people that was coming. But in a few months, I can say really four or five months, uh, local politicians, uh, uh, groups in Facebook, uh, some particular person uh, started with hate speech, fake news related to migration, probably to cover their own mistakes and their own problems. So it's more easy to blame migrants that can never answer to the accusation and telling that all the problem of your country, economical, political, social, society problem comes from the afflux of the migrants. Uh, what is interesting is that, that now that the number of refugees are decreasing and some of the camps that were in the town have been closed, they don't know anymore who to blame. They cannot speak anymore about the migrants. So it's again uh, just themselves to point that. But uh, for sure, the um, hate speeches and these fake news uh, created in the local population a feeling of fear related to the migrants, feeling of unknown, and uh, somehow it spread to some violence acts like uh, local young people uh, uh, beating migrants uh, and so on. So it's uh, a small fire, but can be very dangerous, can spread really fast uh, and uh, everywhere. So it's again just a matter of uh, politicians that uh, play with people that is not well informed. And this is why it's very important to make uh, proper information to spread the truth, uh, to tell what recognize people as people. So for me, migrant is not migrant. For me, migrant is Ali from Pakistan that is 16 years old. He has a brother, a sister, uh, a mother and a father, uh, and he's traveling in this way just because uh, he was born in the wrong side of the world. What do I mean? That the only difference that there is between me, Silvia, coming from Italy and Ali from Pakistan is that I have Italian passport and he has Pakistani passport. When he will try to ask for a visa to travel legally, he will get rejected a thousand of times. So he has no other option than putting himself in the hands of the traffickers and traveling uh, um, risky. But uh, there is no other difference between me or a person born in Afghanistan, Syria, America, New Zealand, uh, or whatever country in the world. It's just a matter of luck. I didn't decide where I was going to be born and I've been lucky. Independent media and uh, organization that spread uh, good information, um, especially local organization are uh, not so able to give uh, a proper uh, point of view and the true history. I think that it would be really interesting that the migrants themselves find a way how to express and how to tell their story and their point of view. 
But again, since uh, they are really struggling for uh, going as fast as they can, and they don't understand probably the power of the social media and the proper uh, information. So they mostly spend their time in TikTok and Instagram without understanding that they have the power. If they coordinate and organize themselves, uh, nobody could stop them. But still, probably there is a missing of leader, a missing of uh, proper uh, projects related to that. But uh, it would be very interesting uh, to see how they could uh, uh, organize themselves and tell to everybody what happens. It would be a success to find the name of the policeman that beat these people and bring them to the court. So this would be the best thing that could ever happen. But the people uh, uh, are scared. They, 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 they have fear that if they give the name uh, and they bring uh, the case uh, to the court, uh, to the tribunal, can be bad for them. So they prefer just to go, go, go as much as they can, and maybe they will forget everything. I think uh, they are just trying to find a place where to stay, finally, to forget uh, and to start a new life. Everybody has the right to move and to be free to choose where to live its life. So as much as me as Italian, I can travel to many different countries of the world as a tourist or also finding a job, and building a new life in any country, I can have this dream. I don't understand why other people that uh, born in other countries cannot have the same dream. So this is the first thing that I want to say. I think that everybody must uh, have the same possibility and the same dream of freedom. Letting the people travel legally will also destroy the mafia and the trafficking. The people can take a flight from, uh, I don't know, Kabul and arrive to Paris as they want, as I can do in the contrary way. So the traffickers would not exist. And unfortunately, black market traffickers, mafia is part of this economy that uh, is uh, ruling the world. So what else I can say that uh, I, I only see that the another possibility is to uh, spend money instead of constructing walls uh, like we are doing in Europe. We could spend this money in education, uh, economical uh, possibilities for these growing countries. So this is what I can see. The possibility for everyone to have a normal life uh, and the same rights for everyone. I think uh, the, the bigger step that we can do is... Uh, cancel our fears of the other. The other person are not the enemy. They are not trying to make an invasion and to take our resources. We did that. We took the resources and we make an invasion. But mostly these people is coming in peace. And again, it's just a matter of where have you, where, where are you born? What is your origin, country of origin that put you in this world? But we are all together in this. So it must be a common fight. And again, I think education is the key for everything. My message is to love each other, respect each other, listen to each other, because the communication is everything. And uh, starting uh, not from big things, so we can change the world a small part uh, with each other. Like, for example, inside our houses, being kind. I think kindness is uh, 
one of the most powerful tool that we have being kind with our neighbor being kind with our uh, companion at the school uh, our uh, colleagues at the work and also becoming kind to the stranger and foreigner and the unknown because uh, they are all going through something that we don't know and everybody of them can be one of us so being kind is really something that doesn't cost anything smiling saying thanks it's something very easy to do